Hey, welcome back to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmy Amber. Thanks for being with us. You know, antidepressants are the most prescribed drugs in the U.S. That's scary. More than is aspirin. Aspirin would be one, would it? It says, it says, in its study, um, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention looked at 2.4 billion drugs prescribed in visits. So it isn't aspirin. It isn't over-the-counter. These are drugs that are prescribed in visits to doctors and hospitals in 2005. Of those, 118 million were for de- antidepressants. That's wow. a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. So, um, let's see. These, uh, in fact, antidepressants have become the most commonly pres- prescribed drugs in the United States. They're prescribed more than drugs to treat high blood pressure. High cholesterol, asthma, or headaches. We folks have become a culture spawning surface with no idea on how to go into our depths. Yeah, really. And you know what the rest of the truth is? Drugs will not get us peace. It's a sad story. But drugs will not give us the peace that working on our issues will ultimately give us. You know, drugs can help in in emergency situations and chronic problem situations, but you always want to find the solution of the problem. You know, we're not here just to bumble down the road and poor me, look what happened to me. If something happens to you, it's you. Figure out what's, how to get yourself back in balance. You're out of balance someplace. Figure out how to get in balance. If this set of physicians or healers or doctors or or therapists don't solve it, go someplace else. If this nutrition um, doesn't solve it, find something else. If this herb, if this medication doesn't do it, find something else. You're supposed to be in charge of your life. You're not supposed to give it over to uh, some doctor, some religion, some some this or that. You're the boss of your soul. Figure it out. Do the best for you. Then what happens if you do this right, if you amasses enough in the right direction, your cup overflows with gracious life and it benefits everything around you. And sometimes there's some rocky spots to hit before you get there. Yeah. You know, in the case of this lady who was concerned about the financial state of their family, this doctor, for some reason, instead of saying, boy, you have a problem, you need to deal with it. I mean, clearly there's something going on. Your inner alarm system is telling you that there's a problem. Instead of saying that, he said, here, try an antidepressant. You'll feel better. So it just shut down her warning system and things went in a very bad place. Here's a problem for me about this. And this is why I keep bringing it up. I never get at peace with this. <laughs> Many psychiatrists see this statistic as good news that so many people are getting antidepressants, a sign that finally Americans feel comfortable asking for help with psychiatric problems. But folks, if your psychiatrist or any other caregiver is giving you antidepressants or other things to numb you out, they're not necessarily your best friend. Sometimes you probably do need help like that. 
This lady sure didn't need that kind of help. She needed help of somebody to coach her on how to consult with her husband about this problem and solve it rather than just numb out to it. One time I hired a crew of guys to pour some cement for me. And, you know, I didn't know them before. And we did a little work together. And I was like, you know, do you guys really know what you're doing? And do you know what you're doing with cement? Sure, sure, everything will be okay. And... um. So they ordered cement, and it didn't feel like the right amount, and, and it was too late to call the truck back. And so we, I had everyone quickly make another step kind of thing because I didn't trust what they told me was true. My gut feeling, I had no evidence except for a, just a nine sense in my gut that something was going really wrong. So we, we made a whole steps that would have been necessary a little bit later on the construction. We just formed it there while the cement truck was on the way. And so we poured the cement and we had that much extra and it, it ended up, you know, just right. But the whole thing is, is if I would have just gone like, oh, never mind, taken an aspirin, taken an antidepressant, had some alcohol or something to get me numbed out about it, I wouldn't have... Uh, you know, we would have had a mess of cement, we would have had all that waste, and we wouldn't have had a step built. So the only thing I'm saying is, you know, you need to take charge, you need to listen and follow your clues and learn to step up to the plate. If you're facing, <clears throat> in this lady's case, a husband that doesn't seem, you know, she's concerned to insult him, then what you need to do is figure out how to get that done. Figure out how to have that conversation so that the husband will respond. That's what you need to figure out, not how to make the feeling go away, but how to solve the problem. Right. Okay. Uh, many psychiatrists see this amount of uh, antidepressants being prescribed as good news, a sign that finally Americans feel comfortable asking for help with psychiatric problems. Depression is a major public health issue, says Dr. Kelly Posner an associate professor at Columbia University College of Physicians and Surgeons in New York City. The fact that people are getting the treatments they need is encouraging. You know, I agree that people need to be seeking help for these inner problems that they have. I couldn't agree more. But if you're going to somebody who's uh, prescribing drugs, you want to reconsider whether or not that's wise. If you're going to somebody who uh, believes that you're a victim somewhere in your life, you probably want to reconsider whether or not you want to go to that person. Here, let me help you stay dysfunctional. We'll cover it for you. No problem. Sign right up here. Step right up. You're bad. We'll help you stay dysfunctional. <laughs> Make it feel like painless. And, you know, when the other shoe drops, I won't even be seeing you. <laughs> This, you know, the people that still see, the people that say, oh, you were a victim to abuse, to incest, to whatever it is, these people are not going to be able to really get you to true ultimate freedom. That's a fact. These are people that don't know how to reach into and discern core soul lessons that are driving these experiences. What they know is process, 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 victim, 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 and they never quite reach the level where they say you need to take responsibility for this lesson that was on your platter. Let's see if we can figure out what the lesson is 
and then we can help you to really find deep, deep peace, the sort of peace that stays with you the rest of your life without any altering substances. If you don't have somebody who's there to help you on that level, you may be a long time before you find that peace. So maybe we're too uh, impressionable, too sensitive, too comfortable, too lazy, and we're not dealing with what we need to be doing. Maybe we're a culture more and more being too sensitive, too personal, too ego, too comfortable, too lazy to deal with things. You know, and that's that's a problem, and that's a problem to be part of a culture like that because it's not going up. <laughs> as much as it's like this, it's not going up. You know, people say, well, can 25 million people be wrong? <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> we got a, a mess in the world. Could 6 billion people be wrong? No way, man. 6 billion people couldn't be wrong. Well, what's this mess about? What's all this stress about? Yeah, all these people taking antidepressants, could all those people be wrong? All of them? And all those doctors be wrong? Yep. Let me give you an example of how, yes, they could all be wrong. <laughs> Me next. <laughs> <laughs> you know, here, for instance, we just read an article in Time, uh, it, it arrived today in the mail, and it says, it has, uh, all the addictions that America, it actually doesn't list all of them, it, it lists a range of addictions Americans have. Caffeine is number, is one of them. It is the most widely used uh, mood-altering drug in the world and is routinely ingested by 80 to 90% of America, primarily through soda and coffee. So, you got all these people. Now, could all these people be wrong about coffee? You know, it's widely known that caffeine is a, uh, that nicotine, no, 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 caffeine, excuse me, caffeine and coffee is a dehydrating drug. So when you drink it, you are not getting the value of the fluid. What you're getting is a substance that's going to take more fluid out of you than it put in you. So it's a real problem and it isn't, it isn't healthy for you for that reason. We need to be hydrated. So what happens is there's new studies out that say that coffee is loaded with antioxidants. So these 80 to 90 percent of Americans are likely to say to you, coffee is really good for you. It's got all these antioxidants. And they all have the same hole, the same addiction. So when they're saying that to you, they don't also say, but you know, it also dehydrates. So how much value you get from the antioxidants is the question before the fact that it dehydrates you takes that value away. It was like uh, Dr. Um, Dean, Dean O'Dell talking about uh, alcohol. Well, now people are saying with red wine that the antioxidants or that other enzyme that's in it is really valuable for you. But he says you can't drink much of it before the value you get from that gets wiped out by the fact that you're drinking alcohol. Right. It's the same thing. So when people, you know, when you say, can all these people be wrong? Well, sure, their addiction is talking. <laughs> Sure, they can all be wrong. They all have the same hole. So here, here's some things that, you know, can can millions and millions of people be wrong? Look at all the people doing fast foods. C- could all those people be wrong? All the people doing pop. Could all those people be be wrong? Uh, drugs, all kinds of drugs, uh, c- caffeine and coffee. 
Could all those people be wrong? I got numbers here. 71.5 million people using tobacco products. Could all those people be wrong? 71.5 million? In the United States alone. Ooh, that's a lot. Yeah, isn't that sad? Yeah. That's a lot. So could all those people be wrong? Sure. What's talking? Their addiction. You know, this is the same with the people that believe that the law of attraction will bring them anything they want. Could all those people be wrong? You know, it's sure. A big, it's a big movement these days. Sure. Could, could all those people be wrong? Sure they could because their whole, their addiction, their craving, past wisdom is what's talking. And I'd love to have everything I want. <laughs> so I'm going to pile on this dog pile, this nasty dog pile. How about breakfast sugar cereals? You know, millions and millions and millions of people are doing this. Uh, cigarettes, how about porn? It's getting to where, you know, that's in movies. That's 16 everywhere. million Americans suffer from compulsive sexual behavior. 16 million? Yeah. It's got to be more than that. Okay. It's got to be. <laughs> I see a lot of crazy people out there could every, every be, day. Could all of them be wrong? Sure, because their addictions are talking. Could all those people be wrong that are all busy getting the going to the right movies or getting the right clothes or doing the right car or doing Computer the right games? Yeah, the the right iPod or whatever it is. Could all of them be wrong? Sure. Every, everyone watches TV all the time. Me too. They're operating out of their addiction. That doesn't make the, that it's right. I always amuse when I hear. Well, you know, I've <laughs> we sometimes have people approach us to be on the show. And they say, well, they have a huge following. And I go, yeah. You know, so what? You got all these people following the same hole. That doesn't qualify them for us. They qualify if they're walking the talk and it talks, it talks good words like it's the truth. 18.7 million people uh, are dependent on alcohol. 12,000 more try it for the first time every day. Could they all be wrong? How many try it the first time every day? 12,000 more. Wow. Every day. Yeah. Amazing statistics, huh? These are great. Yeah. Could they be wrong? Sure. Could They've all those people be wrong? How about just a little? They're following the same whole. Right. Which is not whole. Yes, it's not whole. What do we mean by whole? Okay, here's an idea. Just like the caffeine. Oh, boy. I can't even think in the morning until I've had my first cup of joe. <laughs> That's a whole. <laughs> oh boy, I can't live my life unless I have my antidepressant pill every day. That's a whole. You know, you're dragging around and then you're a streaking, loud, obnoxious motorcycle, Harley Davidson, after you've had your cup. <laughs> <Whoa>! <laughs> but you gotta know, that's just ripping your insides apart and burning your system, because it's too high octane for what your body, you're supposed to run on regular. This is gonna it's burn true. you up. What about, I can't talk to my husband about this gnawing feeling that something isn't right with our finances, that he's not doing it right. That's a hole. That's an inability somewhere inside to sit down with our dear hubby and say, sweetie, I love you to death, but I think we got a problem over here. Would you work with me to figure out what the problem is so that we can solve it? I can't shake this feeling that something is wrong. Yeah, we're not supposed to have dictators in relationships. That's a hole. You want to know what holes are? These are what holes are. And the one who's the dictator, it's a big hole that he's got to be sitting on top of everyone. Big hole. 
My kids are out of control all the time. That's a hole. It, it's a hole that starts in mom and dad, and it follows over into the kids. Mom and dad don't know how to control the kids. Then the kids learn that out of control is okay. We had people in our store when they had this tiny baby, and they let him touch anything he wanted whenever he was in there. Now, two and a half years old, he thinks he can go in, and it's a free-for-all. And now he breaks things. These are holes. The parent, the father, had a hole thinking that permissive is the way to go. Now the kid thinks permissive is okay. Never the, say no. These are holes. That's this is no. what we're talking about. And if we're not managing them, who will? These are our jobs in this life, to manage these, figure out what they are, and solve them. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber. Thank you for being with us. If you have a question or comment, please send it to Q at MasteringOurselves.com. We have a little bit more after the break, and then we're all out of time. See you in a minute. 